0: Hello and welcome to Happy Place, the show that arms you with tools to help you live a fulfilled, peaceful life. I'm Fern Cotton and today I'm chatting to Sonia Schuchet. You are going to
1: find a spirit, your spirit, and your spirit is equipped and capable to meet anything in your life that you meet and will take care of you. Anything. Your brain's not equipped, your emotions might freak out, your body could. Your spirit is equipped to meet anything that you meet in life and will take care of you.
0: Sonia is a spiritual teacher and intuitive guide. We all know we have five senses, but Sonia is all about connecting us to the absolutely vital sixth sense, our intuition which she's adamant we all do have, we might just not be sure how to access it yet. From a very early age, she became aware that being disconnected from our inner guidance also disconnects us from our creativity and from our spirit, Maybe you're not entirely sure what your spirit is and how you can connect to it. Well, I promise that by the end of this chat, you'll trust your sixth sense and see that a way more fun, loving, spontaneous life can open up when you embrace it. And you'll probably be as in love with gorgeous Sonia as I am.
2: Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalised card from Moonpig.
0: Sonia, I am so thrilled to have you on the podcast and to meet you. I know. This is great. I feel like I know you. Same. We've been pen pals for a while now. Yes, and
1: it just feels like, of course, I'm stepping right into my good old friend's beautiful, beautiful, happy place.
0: Oh, it's just so wonderful to have you here. I loved reading Trust Your Vibes, which we're going to talk a bit about today, and your other books, and just sort of following what you do. So... As a, as a slight backstory, one of our mutual friends gifted me a session with you and uh, you were in Paris at the time. I called you on the phone and you had no clue who I was because my our friend had set this call up. But the, the accuracy of your understanding of who I was, my life, what was going on for me was just like mind blowing. I was completely in shock, made millions of notes, which I have in a book up there. It was just the most amazing experience to have that session with you. So, when you're doing a psychic reading, you're using your intuition to work with someone, what is happening? How do you work? Well,
1: the first thing is I prefer not to have any visual. Okay. I don't want any. I just want to find your core frequency, your soul frequency, who you are as like a note, it's like a music and I dial in and I find the music then I begin to it's almost like if you throw a a stone in a in a lake it starts to ripple out so the stone is my connection and then I start to follow the ripples and I start to read the energy field to see what is harmonious and and empowers and enhances your authentic self and what is dissonant What intrudes and distracts and and takes you away from or causes you to abandon who you are. Then I look further. It's all very quick, but I've been doing this a long time. So it's like orchestra. As I look further, I begin to see what's moving into your field. So this is what some people would consider the predictive part. I don't call it a predictive part. I call it a probability. Because you always have a creative choice. But I begin to scan the energies that are being attracted in your direction. Some of those energies are are mirror of of energies you're putting out some of those are lessons on a soul level that you've invited to encounter because it's the, the it's grist for the mill it's what makes you grow and some of it is just like wandering into a six-lane highway and you better dodge the car so <laughs> it's kind of a, a whole simultaneous observation but i'm not looking from linear left brain i am like a satellite hovering over and observing the whole picture. And I've been doing it a long time. I've gotten really good at it. And so I can see and feel and sense. And I'm listening with my whole being. I'm listening with my spirit. I'm not listening with my brain. I'm not listening with my emotions. I'm listening for vibration. You know, if you if you listen to music, your whole body's experiencing it. So imagine that turned up really high. That's what I'm doing.
0: And then I convey it really quickly. And are you feeling it? Are you seeing images? And I'm making it sound more basic than it is, but is there Not one particular it, sort of vision that you get or message that you get?
1: Well, it's like when you ask me, when you watch a movie, are you seeing it? Are you hearing it? Oh. Are you sen- I am in it. Yep. Okay, my whole being is experiencing and traveling within your energy field and I am and I can tell and this is the core of my work in terms of what I believe is most important. We run two tracks. One track is our ego mind. And that's what I call the AM radio track. It's just talk radio and noise. Mm -hmm. And then there's a deeper track. That is the soul, the spirit, the essence, authenticity of who you are. And we won't be happy until we drop into that. So I first check out which track you're on. If you're on talk radio, I feel like, oh, God, I got to get you out of this bad neighborhood fast. So I start directing you back to... And exp- help you experience this different track. You know that famous song, um, You Too, I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For? Well, I know where it is. It's called <laughs> Your Spirit, and I'm taking you there. Okay, because that's what you're looking for, and I'm yeah. taking you there. It's not out here. But it's, it, it happens for me. It's just the way that I experience life and how I read energy. But... I don't believe that is exclusive to me. I believe this is how we're wired. And my mission is to teach people to do this. You you do it when you were born. You do it when you were a baby. You do it until you get to school and other people tell you not to do it. Yeah. So I feel like I am returning you to your original full sensory perceptions and your spirit. So... I'm like a I'm like the guide in the jungle with the mm. light. And I'm like, "Quick, come here, come here, come here, so quickly. You don't have time to think and resist."
0: And you need a very bright torch to be that guide because the amount of <laughs> shit out there that <laughs> That's is blocking out intuition <laughs> It's unreal because it goes against the grain to think, not think like this, to live like this. This is an experiential thing where you're feeling and you're using your intuition. Whereas most of what we see on a societal level is about intellect and who's mm-hmm. better than the next person and what you've achieved. And it's all thought processes rather than a felt experience. Exactly. So we've got a, the blocks are, it's ego and mind, right? Right. Okay. Now
1: here's the deal. Einstein said, you can't solve a problem from the same place that you created. So what I do, and I have a lot of spirit guides who help me. We're not going to, I don't talk a lot about this. What I talk about, I, I communicate in metaphor and images because this is how we learn. So I tell everybody, look, your brain is not the, the, the master of your life, okay? Einstein said, the human spirit is our sacred gift. The rational mind, the faithful servant. So your brain is the faithful servant, which I call your barking dog. Mm. Okay? So you can spend your whole life training your barking dog, but it's a dog. It's going to bark. Yeah. Yeah. So let's not be dog trainers, okay? That is exhausting. Let's move out of that bad neighborhood where the dogs bark, and let's go back to your spirit. There is no barking dog there, and that is who you are. So let's just say if you're in your head and you're thinking, 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 your barking dog is driving the bus into a bad neighborhood, and nothing good will happen there, period, don't even care why. No. Don't even care why, but how to get out is very simple. Just start naming what you love. Hmm. Period. It it it's like the Pied Piper that will walk you right back to who you are.
0: I mean, I saw you talk about this on Instagram. Was it even today or yesterday? Yeah. About getting out of your head, get get into your heart. You and have to. We're I not co- used to it, are we? No. Like the dog is driving the
1: show, and we have to know. See, the dog will tell you it's very hard. You can't do this. It's very hard. You got to understand me. You got to keep digging. It's like no, that's feeding the dog. I'm not. Yeah. I'm going to ignore you. Yeah. And here's what I'm going to do instead. I call this, you can try it with me right now. I have a tool called Three Breaths and a Slide. Mm -hmm. That's how you get back to self. So the first thing is you look at something right in front of you, physical, and don't do drive-by eyes. What do you see right in front of you? One thing. Pick out one specific thing. A glass. A glass of water. Okay, take a breath. And do this, (sighs) like you're blowing out a candle, with the idea of empty. Perfect. Pick another thing. Very different from the glass. My book. Okay, feel. It's a different energy. Yeah. You just feel it with your eyes. Take a breath. Blow out the candle. Empty, empty, empty. Third thing. we we'll go with this camera. Okay, very different again. It's pulling you out of your head. Ooh. In the moment, take a breath. Exhale. Go to your feet. Breathe as if your feet could breathe into your heart space. Just breathe up, feeling it come up. And here's the trick. Keep your eyes open. Stay present. Open your jaw. You'll hear a click. Do you feel it? Mm-hmm. Slide down. Ah, ah, And smile. Hear any noise up there? No. No. So it's three <laughs> breaths and a slide. We are wired this way, so we don't have to rewire the house. We just have to turn on the light. Yeah, this
0: is years and years. Well, it's centuries, millennia of Indoctrination to use this and think that this is important and the rest isn't because, I mean, this is me probably thinking about it in quite a sinister way, but we're more easily controllable if we're just exactly. using our brains.
1: But have the image. I'm not going to let my barking chihuahua drive me around a bad neighborhood in a dingy old bus. Yeah. I don't care how much indoctrination I've been told I have to do that. I'm out.
0: Yeah, because within that heart space, that's where we're going to find self-love, compassion. Guidance. Equanimity. like All of that gorgeous stuff that's going to just bring us together with other people, that's going to make us like ourselves. That's there. I want to say something that I really want people to hear that they're going to find. You are going to find.
1: A spirit, your spirit, and your spirit is equipped and capable to meet anything in your life that you meet and will take care of you. And that's what you need to know. Mm. Anything. Your brain's not equipped. Your emotions might freak out. Your body could. Your spirit is equipped to meet anything that you meet in life and will take care of you.
0: We don't think that, though, do we? No, we have never
1: been told that. No.
0: However, Fern, reflect. Has that been true in your past? Uh, Absolutely. Like, I was instantly thinking of times where I've gone, that was really bad, but I'm I'm here, I'm fine, I got through it. And what got you through it? Yeah, me. Oh bad. That that spirit, spirit, that essence. Right, so
1: I'm saying, don't trust me. Trust me. Yourself. Yourself. Yeah. But the, not the ego self. This, oh, mm. that makes your heart beat. It's you. It's not a metaphor. When that breath goes, lights out. Yeah. It is you.
0: Yeah. And it
1: will take care of you. And we don't hear this. We are told, we are told your intellect will take care of you. Okay, first of all, your intellect is really a, a, a compilation of everybody else's intellect. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, everybody's crazy. Yeah. They're not gonna take care of you. They haven't <laughs> it's Looney Tunes out there. <laughs> whose intellect is not crazy that's gonna take care of me? Okay, so that's really challengeable direction. Mm. And what's your like, how's that working out for you? Who's whose intellect? What information have you been downloaded
0: by anybody that's just information? Mm. Not energy, that's good. And also there's very, I mean, we can all think of some very, very intelligent people or smart people that have created brilliant things, come up with great concepts. Equally, we can think of very smart people who have done awful things with that sort of intellect. But when someone's done something brilliant, it's not just that, as you say, sort of collated, learned stuff oh, they've it's got. It's their there's, there's magic. There's something else that's taken them to that next level. Those people
1: say it's my spirit. Mm. Einstein said, the human spirit is a sacred gift. Steve Jobs said, listen to the inner voice inside. Oprah Winfrey said, it's that. Salk who developed the polio vaccine said, you have to go within. The people who are brilliant will tell you the light of brilliance was their spirit. Yeah.
0: It's not because they're the smartest intellectually. No, they have good trained, they
1: have very good trained barking dogs. They have, we don't shoot the dog. I mean, we have an intellect and an ego. It has to support
0: our spirit, not attack it. Mm. So it's just sort of learning to live with it and quieten it. So you can then, as you said, all of us have the power to be intuitive, to then really listen to what's going on around us, what's going on within us. It's just quietening that dog. So it's a distant bark.
1: And the way to do that is through humor. So, Mm. can't be afraid of something you laugh at. So, my barking dog. I always say, well, who's your barking dog? Let's identify. Let's out this culprit. Well, mine's (laughs) a poodle. You can tell. (laughs) Mine is a snotty poodle. She likes shopping. Is it a Parisian poodle? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can see it. I mean, I am not a street mutt. I am a poodle. And I am (laughs) absolutely want to be treated like a poodle. Yeah. Yeah. What's your dog?
0: Okay, mine, I'm instantly going like little cute chihuahua. He's got some sort of kitsch jacket on.
1: Maybe a bow tie, yeah, like a little bow
0: tie or something. Notice
1: me, I'm little, but...
0: It's yappy and annoying, but it's cute. Right,
1: until when?
0: Until it's literally driving my life in the wrong direction. Noisy. Noisy.
1: Well, mine's snotty. I mean, she starts getting little bitchy. She starts being critical. So I know that's not my spirit. I've named... My poodle, Fifi.
0: Oh, Fifi. Of course. So, what's Chihuahua's name? Um, Hmm. I really like it when pets have very normal names. So, I'm gonna say Paul. Okay. So, when Paul is driving the (laughs) bus, you're
1: only gonna get so far, right?
0: Paul the Chihuahua.
1: (laughs) That's already working. See, now here's the thing. You can tell you're in your spirit. Because the light is in your eyes, mm-hmm. you smile, and you feel you're laughing. Yeah. You've changed. Mm. You're not in your head anymore. Yeah. It's that fast. See, I am not an advocate of downloading a lot of kumbaya information that you have to go through to get here. Paul the Chihuahua is driving the bus, <laughs> and I can't take that
0: seriously. Yeah. I come
1: home. Yeah.
0: Uh, I know, because I think so many of my <laughs> questions that I was – Because me and my husband, who you met earlier, we're deeply interested in this subject matter. And we had a big chat last night. I was like, what would you ask, Sonia? What do you want to know? Because we've talked about intuition for for the last 11 years that we've been together. Mm. Jesse's seen many different mediums and worked with people who have intuition, whether it's to connect with his late mum, whether it's just for him to learn more. And so many of our sort of questions were about how do we know? How do we know when it's not just superstition? How do we know when we're getting a bad vibe? I can tell you. Okay. Okay, there's a signature. It's, it's
1: consistent. If it's intuition, there's a couple things about it. If it's accurate, if it's truly reflecting what resonates with your spirit, and it's not right, it's true. Mm. So first get the language right, because right means wrong, and then we're back up here. Yeah. If it feels true... If it feels true, something in your body relaxes. Even if the information isn't particularly positive, maybe it's a warning. Mm. Maybe it's saying don't go there. But if it's a true connection, ah. Mm. You know, there's a reason when you think of intuition you say, aha, because it's the sound you make when you dial in. Ah. Yeah. You feel it. It's like a little opening. If it's your head and if it's someone else's ego, even if they have the best of intentions and drank their own Kool-Aid and they're really telling you what they think is intuition, but it's really their own conjured up, Yeah, your physical body resonates to what is true for your
0: spirit. Always. Is that feeling always a good feeling, though? Because I'm sure that there'll be moments where you are downloading something or have a feeling that I should stay away. This is Absolutely. not good. So is that a true feeling of discomfort? What it, is that? It is a <clears throat> Even if
1: it's a warning, when you acknowledge it, you will relax. It's denying it. And here's what I tell people. If you feel something, it's always something. Mm. And where you waste time, is that you start intellectualizing it because your intuition is showing you what's coming. You're not going to find evidence immediately because you only look from your intellect with what's past. So there's a fairy tale for intuition. It's my favorite fairy tale. It's The Princess and the Pea. The fairy tale is the prince, which is your intellect, needs a partner. And until he has the partner, he cannot inherit the kingdom, which is the balanced life. And there's a test. The partner has to sleep on a 100 mattresses and under which one little tiny pea is placed at the bottom. And it's not the one who feels the pea, but who says so. Mm. That proves to be the true princess. It's your intuition. My observation, everybody has it. How many say so? Yeah. That's when you name it, you claim it. And when you put voice to it, Now, here's what stops people, and I want to help you get around that. Okay, I have this feeling. First of all, you say, how do I know? How can I be sure? Well, you say, I don't know, and I can't be intellectually sure, but I feel it. So it's something, and I'm going to just put it out there. I'm not going to – I'm just going to verbalize it. I'm not going to let it roll around and ignore it. I'm going to verbalize it because when you name it, you claim it. Okay, that's first. Then you tell yourself, I have a choice. I have a choice, but I am going to acknowledge this feeling. And then look in your body for where it is. I have a bad feeling. Where is it? It's in my heart. It's in my gut. I don't know. It's in my throat. Something in the back of my neck because the vibration is real. Something is dissonant. Something is rattling your vibrational harmony. Okay, what is it? I don't know. Well, let's just be curious. Is it about my home? Scan. Mm, no. Is it about anybody? I know. Scan. Mm, maybe not. Is it about work? Mm, yeah. Something feels a little stronger there. Okay. Okay. Something's off at work. Something's off. I don't have to do anything about it, but I am going to notice. Okay. Is it something I'm already involved with? You scan. Mm, get. I don't get much there. Is it anybody you're working with? Mm, well, maybe. Okay. Who? Oh, say so. All right, just put it out there like you're putting up little post-its on a board. I'll just acknowledge it. And then put your hand on your heart and say, my spirit says, and see what pops out.
0: Mm, And that's not going to be the dog. That's going to be the truth. But first, you've got to start peeling away. Yeah.
1: Now, here's another thing that will stop you, and I have a tool to get around it. The biggest reason you don't listen to your intuition is you're afraid you'll be wrong. And the reason you're afraid you're going to be wrong is the way we're educated is that if we're wrong, we're banished. We're fools. We're stupid. We are sidelined. We lose face. We lose presence. Okay? So we have a big fear of being wrong. So we're not going to go into right and wrong. Intuition is not about right and wrong. It's about what feels true for me right now. Mm. That's the first thing. Then... Fear is the block. So simply, what do you fear? Start naming it out loud. I'm afraid I'll be wrong. I'm afraid I'm out of control. I'm afraid people don't like me. I'm afraid I can't do this. I'm afraid I'm overwhelmed. I'm and just I call that emptying the garbage. Just empty it until you have no more fear. You can't think of anything else. But between fear, keep your eyes open because the minute you close your eyes, you're back in your head. Stay present. The spirit is present. Breathe and look around. I'm afraid I'm going to make a terrible mistake and be humiliated. Okay. Ah, I'm afraid that this person that I really like isn't going to like me. Okay. Just empty. Don't forage the garbage. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just let just the garbage em- go. Just, just
0: it's garbage. Acknowledge it.
1: When you can't find anything else... Hand on the heart, my spirit says, ah, and see what pops up. But I want to double back to something. We named Paul. Let's name your spirit. A chihuahua. I love him. See, now you can love him, but he's yeah. not equipped to ride the bus. No, he's no, not no. Equipped he's tiny. Dri- he can't he reach can't the pedals, dro- quite, frankly. You would never put Paul in the driving the bus with your life and family. <laughs> ludicrous. It's Ludicrous. Like- exactly. Yeah. It is ludicrous. <laughs> I don't care how cute his bow tie is. It's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, Paul, I know you're ambitious, but you know, this is why a lot of people have imposter syndrome. Yeah. Because your spirit isn't the gu- the driver and your ego is an imposter. Ooh. It's like, yeah, if you're in your head you are an imposter. Get back to the spirit that's and you won't have it.
2: Ooh.
1: But name your spirit. Mine's bright light. Oh, that's gorgeous. It just puts a bright light on everything. Yeah. What's yours? And don't get it right. Just no. what feels right what feels true right
0: now. Mm. I think my spirit is called hmm feel it hmm i mean the word truth is coming up which Perfect. is so basic but it's no, no, that's no, the see, thing that's, that's resonating that's it's paul. truth paul's that's coming in right i get paul. it paul's going
1: really paul's- I, i'm
0: going <laughs> to drive this but it's like paul
1: shut, shut up paul shut, shut up up yeah paul <laughs> it's truth <laughs> deal with it okay that's how it works. See, there's
0: your back. You're back. <laughs> You're back. You're back. Oh, Sonia. Isn't I'm, that I'm fun? Literally crying. You're back. Um, I'm back. I'm back. Truth. No, that is it, true. It and is. It's and okay. it's grounded. And, and there is real. And let
1: me ask you how you this is a good question. Is that true? Yes.
0: Yes. See how <laughs> quick that came? Yes. Yes. And but how do you feel? Yeah, good. Like there's levity, there's joy, there's spark. It's all of those lovely feelings. Those are the how
1: you know it's your intuition. Yeah. So you've got to take this back to your beautiful husband and say, "What's your barking dog?" Yeah. And we will have convert we will not we will have at times conversations between Paul and Fido, if yeah. we'll just say his prox name for now. But let's really have conversations between my spirit and yours and see where yeah, that takes us that's gorgeous
0: it works I mean that's what I constantly try to do on this podcast I don't want to meet someone's dog I want to meet you the... don't no. my god I'm can't a cat you person tell? for a start can't yeah. you tell yes because, oh you know tell me how you can tell because it's your intuition oh I have I've there's only been hmm I wouldn't even say a whole episodes moments where I've gone that's not a vibe, yeah. It's not the. It's not the. It's not the truth. It's not. Truth. Yeah. There's
1: yeah. the word. See, I it. point out that you are intuitive. We just don't talk about it. Yeah, this is it. But you're having this experience. It's not vibrationally open.
0: I think people often, you know, I'm, I'm so uh, excited by this subject. Often people think we're just talking about summoning some amazing future projection of what's going to happen. Or whatever. This all. is all day, every day. Grounded you can use it. in. The, yes.
1: Well, here's the key. Let's just ask a practical question. Why on earth would I develop my intuition?
0: To have a great life where you work from a good, true place. And to make
1: decisions in the moment that bring me to the best possible
0: outcome. Um,
1: Protect me from trouble. Lead me to what will open for me and bring out the best options. And keep me clear of the bad neighborhoods of life. It's practical to me. I believe this with my whole heart and soul. We can get by. And I know we can because of my mom. My mom was deaf as a doornail. She could not hear. But she could look at you and say, I know exactly what you're thinking. Wow. I can hear you. And she could. But if we don't have our intuition... How can we possibly navigate safely? It's like being in the jungle at night without a flashlight. Yeah, Everything
0: is jump, 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 react, react, exaggerate, fear, defend. And that's how most people live. I think a lot of it is bad habit, isn't it, that we go – Oh, we'll just let the dog answer this right now and deal with this because that's just what I always do. Rather than going to do something, usually it'll probably be something quite different if you're following it, that that truth. I I
1: think it's that people don't know they have an option. Yeah. That's why I'm on a mission. It's like, look, you guys, here's your light. Here's your light. You need it. Yes. You can't do well. You might survive. Let's let's strive for more.
0: Yeah, let's don't
1: just survive. And people say this all the time. I say, how are you? Oh, I'm
0: surviving. Well, how's that working out for you? Mm. Let's let's go for something more creative. Is that because not only people uh, maybe don't know that they have intuition, but also. There's an undercurrent of I don't deserve any better than this. Right. And you know what? That's the
1: barking dog saying I'm the fake anyway. So if I get too much, I'll get too much attention and I'll be outed. And you will because your dog is limited. Mm. So the spirit in you is not about deserving. It's like the garden. Does the garden
0: deserve to grow? Hmm. it's designed to grow because i loved a line that your teacher dr tully said he said if you want to help miserable people in the world people that are in misery don't be one don't be
1: one oh, because that's quite we, simple and, brilliant. and we're vibrational beings yeah. we entrain with one another when you're around somebody who's naturally authentic and joyful and real you entrain to that yeah It calls you in. That's how we can all fulfill our purpose and say, people say, I want to help heal the world. And I think, well, that's not your job, and we're in trouble if it is your job. But (laughs) let's (laughs) just
0: be a light in the dark yeah, because everybody will appreciate that. Because I think the language, especially in the UK, as I'm sure you have seen, can be very much like, oh, it's all right for you. Other people are suffering. They're having a shitty time. But you being on their level of misery, suffering isn't going to help them. The only thing that could is if you are happy, have joy, and then are strong enough to then perhaps be of service or just inspire or... It's
1: really important that you say that because I think we do need to watch our language. I think when you say, I want to help others, you're implying they're broken. Yeah, And I think that's a bias already that sees them as not in the spirit. Hmm. We need to see the spirit of people and it will bring it out. If we say that I want to be of service, then we are speaking to elevating the light in them and amplifying it, and everybody can then feel like that we all share that same breath. So I feel like it's important to say, the way to be of service, if it's in a blackout,
2: is to turn on the light. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card.
0: I just want to go back to when we were talking a minute ago about, you know, understanding we all have this intuition, but differentiating between whether it's superstition or fear, whatever, because I think there's some murky water. And I'm only saying this because I saw on Instagram recently, I can't think what I'd posted, but it might have been about intrusive thoughts, I think. Yeah, that's different. Barking yes. dog. Barking dog. But somebody, uh, this very lovely lady, I think we got into some sort of discussion but she, because I've had similar where... The same intrusive thought was appearing in her life, and she started to then worry it was a psychic, intuitive premonition. Here's the answer. Say it out loud. The
1: body, if it is actually an accurate warning or to bring you on alert or to bring your attention to something, when you say it out loud, you'll relax. Mm. If you verbalize it, get it out of your head and don't just write it, say it out loud. The throat is the chimney of the heart, which is the home of the spirit. And I like to clarify something because I think it's important. Our intuition is the voice of our inner teacher. That is what the word means, inner tuition, inner guidance. It is not a thing we have. It is the essence of who we are. And I think it's important to make that distinction. And our senses serve that and inform and, and provide information from the outer world. But our spirit provides direction and guidance to support and amplify and allow who we are to live the most unimpeded and most creative expression of who we are because that's our purpose.
0: Yeah. I mean, you start your this book, Trust Your Vibes, by saying, you know, I, I have had and am having an extraordinary life where good luck just shows up. The right people turn up at the right time. Beautiful moments appear out of the blue. And I think so many people will be going, oh, I want that life. You can and have it's it. this. It is this. It is this.
1: And I make a clarification. I don't Measure my extraordinary life by having a lot of material mm, mm. Um, success. I ha- My extraordinary life is having gorgeous
0: human daily experiences, gorgeous ones. It's extraordinary. This is extraordinary. Oh, I mean, I've, I've been buzzing from the minute you walked in the door, and I'm already feeling like 8,000 times better than I was this morning from having this spirit. connection. Yeah. And,
1: we're, and when we are in our <clears> spirit... <throat> Our spirit will take care of us. So we don't have to have the guard dog patrolling the borders 24 hours a day, waking us up at night with every growl.
0: Yeah, yeah. You relax.
1: And we will, I get intrusive thoughts, but I know it's Fifi. I know it's Fifi. And it's just like when my neighbor's dog barks, I don't run. Mm. When my own dog barks, I say, shut up, Fifi. (laughs) You know, I don't go, oh, my God. I'm not afraid because I know my spirit is taking care of me and will guide me. I have a mantra. It's an invocation, and I've used it ever since I was 12. Every day when I wake up, I say, divine spirit within me, move me this day to my highest good. Mm. Move my mind, move my mouth, move my body. Move me in the direction of my highest good. And then I let it. So I'm walking one way. I'll turn. I won't fight it. I will – in fact, do you want to hear the best story of this? Always. the best story. Yes. Okay. My kids were little at the time, two and three, and they went to a school in the neighborhood. But I lived in Chicago, so it was snowing really badly. It was very cold. I'm on my way to pick up my kids, and all of a sudden, my spirit said, turn. So I turn. And now I'm driving away from the school thinking, where am I going? (laughs) But – off I go. I go maybe five or six blocks. No, my kids are now waiting for me. School is out. I'm supposed to pick them up. And my spirit says, turn. And I turn again. And I'm now quite a distance from school in the snowstorm. And I am really thinking this is me. This is the way I live my life, thinking this is really interesting. Where am I going? I come to a stop sign and right in front of my car comes a toddler running down the street in a diaper, No shoes on, no parents, right in front of my car. That's why I was guided. Oh, my God. Jumped out of the car, got the baby. She freaked out, didn't know me. She was just on an escapade. Stuffed her under my coat. I thought, thank you. Thank you for helping me save this baby. Left the car, walked the neighborhood with this screaming baby, panicked, found an open door, rang the doorbell, This woman freaks out when she sees me. Oh, my God, what are you doing with my baby? And I said, is this your baby? She goes, well, I'm the babysitter. And I said, well, your baby escaped. That's one shit
0: babysitter.
1: Uh, (laughs) Well, definitely went back that (laughs) night. One shit babysitter. That baby could have been killed. That is unreal. That baby could have been kidnapped. But that's... What is a consequence of ever since I was 12 years old, say, move me in the direction? I'm, I'm swiggling and wiggling and going in all directions. But also,
0: but I think the thing that we're all missing, which blocks, again, this our propensity to have these intuitions, to, you know, as you've just said, you're driving. It could be walking down the road. It's not going to be some, you're not sort of conjuring up spirit. You're just no. having a walk, having a drive. The other thing stopping us is we're not leaving any space we're filling our lives, and I'm talking about myself, with so much stuff and thoughts and things and a list, and I've got to do this. And then my brain's problem solving and working stuff out. There's no space up here for to me feel. to hear it and to feel it. Well, you're not going to hear it with your ears. No. Okay, so
1: I do need to make that clear because everyone's saying, well, I can't hear anything by my own head. You're going to, your whole body, by the way, listens. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to hear it this way. I actually have written in other books that you need to slow down, but I'm a very practical person and busy. So if you can't slow down your life, slow down your breathing. Mm. And if you're racing through your day, just do this. Ah, Let out the noise, because when you let out the sound, you open the throat chakra. This is the cork. You cork it, you uncork it, and you drop in. And this is where you're listening from, your heart, your belly. And I do that. I'm walking all the time sighing. People think that I'm bored with life or something because I'm (laughs) (laughs) sorry. But I'm not. I'm releasing the noise. Mm. (sighs) Mm. Then I scan. I feel. I feel. Now, I'm attuned into this. But anybody, I want people to know this is not difficult. You are hardwired. Your light works. I'm showing you how to turn it on. I'm not telling you you have to go get an electrician. But
0: I think every person listening to this is going to go, Oh, well, I've, I've certainly had moments of Absolutely. great intuition. You know, it could be tiny moments. I had a really crazy one that I wrote about in my last book. And I still can't make sense of it because I think a lot of this stuff you can't. You know, you can't make sense of that story about the yet. baby. It's just... Yet. yet. Apart from you can because you saved a baby. But the sequence of events. So it was when my kids were very tiny and my husband was away and I was quite stressed and tired. I had a newborn and a toddler And I had my newborn in the buggy, and my toddler. I was holding his hand, and I thought, "Oh God, let's get out the house because we've got all of Saturday to get through. Let's get some air." And we walked down to the River Thames, which is not far from my house. And as I approached the river, I started to get this very, very overwhelming feeling that someone was going to fall in the river. And so I was white knuckling my son's hand. I was gripping the buggy, thinking, "What is this feeling? I don't, I don't understand it." And I stopped for a bit and just had to sort of breathe because I felt quite worried about it. Kept walking a bit further and there was luckily a cafe just along the river. I thought, I'll just stop and I'll get the kids a drink and I'll just have a coffee and just have a second. And as I was approaching the ramp that went up to the coffee, this feeling was still was still there I heard this scream. I looked behind me and there's these steps that go down to the river where you can hire a little rowboat. And this poor woman in a wheelchair was just careering down the stairs with her husband running after her. She did hit the water, but luckily he got her out just in time and got her on the steps. And she was very, very shaken up. They managed to get her wheelchair out safely and she was fine. But I was just sat there going, what on earth? earth was that because i felt it so that was the strongest most you know, acutely accurate moment i've experienced this
1: is what i believe occurred see we are energetically we're not walled off no we are energetically scanning because it's survival yeah just like animals do so you felt not consciously you experienced the energy of her husband approaching the stairs, that it wasn't grounded. And you could see the trajectory of energy as they were moving. Energy in motion. You tuned into it. Energy he was probably scared anyway, thinking, oh God, I gotta get her down the stairs. Yeah. And you dialed into that. Partly because you were fatigued, your own brain wasn't doing the normal bark. Oh, that's interesting. Your brain was a little bit more like, you know, I'm pooped. I don't have Mm. a lot to bark about right now. I just want coffee, you know. So it wasn't as alert and noisy. Mm. So you just dialed into someone's. Very
0: ungrounded experience. Well, that's just helped me on many levels, Sonia, because what I'm thinking there is I often get really nervous I'm not going to sleep well before a big interview or a job because I think I won't be able to think on my feet. But actually, it's quite the opposite. I'll probably be able to work from intuition if I'm a bit tired.
1: Exactly. You do better because your your barking dog is pooped. It's not going to work as hard. I tell people often this. I would recommend don't prepare. Do the minimum, stop two days
0: before and just show up. Do you know what? This is extraordinary. So I had this chat with my very good friend, Russell Brand, last week. Mm-hmm. Who I said, oh, I'm just inundated with books. I'm drowning in it. I've canceled this episode with so-and-so because I can't get through his books this thick. And he went, why are you reading all the books? And I went well, I have to read the books because I won't know what I'm talking about. And he went, just get the gist and then go with what? You know, you know all this stuff. You know what you want to ask because he works very intuitively. I know. He's very, very a, clever. I've <laughs> watched that very much yeah. so, but he, I, I agree with him. But my barking dog is telling me you're not smart Paul. enough. Paul, Paul is going. Paul has a PhD. Oh, Paul's going, <laughs> yeah, but Russell's smarter than you, so Russell can do that. You yeah, can't. Yeah, This is what Paul's saying.
1: Well, Paul somehow sees Russell is a pedigreed, maybe a Jack Russell or something. (laughs) You've got to always have the humor Mm, because when you have the humor, you snap back to your spirit. Yeah, you snap back. Mm. So it's like Paul Russell's not more pedigreed.
0: Paul, (laughs) sorry. Shut up, Paul. <laughs> I <don't know> if <laughs> Russell will like that, but we're going to go with it anyway. We're all on an equal pegging here. So let's talk about, there's lots of language when, you, when you're sort of, you know, I'm very intrigued in this subject. And when I've tried to look into psychicness or mediums, I know everybody works in a different way. But there's right. certain...
1: Because it's me- like music. There's, yes.
0: It's like different artists or musicians. There's not one way. No, no. And there's lots of language thrown around that people might have heard but not properly understand. So...
1: Or Stan may is. not
0: like. Or may not like. So don't use it. So there's the clairvoyancy, clair, clair audience, and clairsentience. Well, let me break those down okay, for yes. you because let's just
1: break it down this way because I like to break things down. Yeah. Clair means clear. Right. Okay, so let's just clair whatever. Audience. I'm going to hear the clear energy, just like when you're interviewing someone and their their energy and their voice is not reflecting the truth of their heart. You're hearing it, but you're not hearing it in words. You're hearing it in vibration, Mm. clairvoyance, seeing past appearances. You're not looking just at the surface of something. You're seeing into the depth of something. You're seeing into the essence. That's clairvoyance, clairsentience, scent. Sensience is your senses. When you shake someone's hand or when you pick something up or when you walk into a restaurant, you sit down and you kind of feel things. You can feel this is good. I want to be here. This isn't good. I don't want to be here. I will get up and walk out. Mm. So I think the language can be exclusive and lock you out. So I like to use regular language because I don't want anybody to be locked out. I want everybody to be in the room with the lights on and you know the word psychic that is the one of the most provocative words in, in the language and people just freak out and i know why first of all the word psychic it's like a knife mm. and it cuts through everything so you're like oh and what you're afraid of is i'm naked
0: yeah they're seeing all my thoughts yeah i'm
1: naked <laughs> You just cut through everything and now I'm naked so I'm going to run away because what they are afraid of is what you're seeing is not acceptable because we always have – you know, we have such low self-esteem that's cluttered our brains. But what a truly intuitive spirit will see is you're beautiful because what I see is your light. And I don't see the noise, and I don't see the layers of fog. I see your beauty. I see you. I see you. And I see you. Not this. Yeah. I see you. And it's also a feminine word, and we have a very patriarchal culture and tradition, which, fortunately, we are leaving. I mean, I'm I'm the OG in this, okay? I have <laughs> I have a lot of miles in this where I've been out in the wilderness, and yep. I've had everybody attack me and say I'm a nutter butter, and that's fine. But now everybody's talking about this. Of course. Because the divine feminine is returning and the lights are coming on. It's the best. And we love it. We, we need do it.
0: Well, we know what's been going on before doesn't bloody work. We well, need that drove it. us off the ditch, into the ditch and oh, off the cliff. My God. And so we
1: know intuitively I'm not going to stay faithful to what ruined everything.
0: No, and it's not going to be promoted in the mainstream because that's the place where there is a level of we can control what your thoughts are, we can control how you behave, what we want you to buy, what we want you to see, what we want you to hear. But I think that's not going to last. No, it's not going to last. I think the.
1: Here's what I feel the last coughing breaths of patriarchy are holding on by their white knuckles, making a lot of noise, but you're going down. You're going down and the divine masculine and the divine feminine are returning. And this is what's going to happen. And our spirits are going to take care of us. Yeah. I believe that with my whole being.
0: I mean, we need it massively at the moment. And I think, like you're saying, if we can, well, if you can encourage everybody to see that they've got this in them. And I'm thinking, if there's people listening now, because we've all got – we all come to a crossroads and it could, mm-hmm. be, it could be once a week, but there could be big, big decisions that you're thinking, I need to write my list of pros and cons and work this out and ask this person what they think and what, and what this Please person don't. thinks. Please don't. Do it. Use your intuition. But what happens if you ignore it? Well, here's the thing. I
1: like to say the reason we don't use our intuition is we're afraid of our mistakes. So don't use it, but at least name it. So what you do is this, go for a walk. Know that if you're thinking, 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 you're on the bad bus in the bad neighborhood and barking dog like Paul is driving around, so you, sh- that's not going to get you an answer, okay? Just exclude that. Go for a walk. Notice the things you're seeing. There's a beautiful tree. There's the river. There's the flowers. There's a bird. There's a speeding car. <sighs> breeze. As you walk, start naming what I'm afraid of. Let me, let's just kind of empty the garbage first before we get to our solution. I'm going to just start naming the things I'm afraid. I'm afraid I won't get that job. I'm afraid my marriage is falling apart. I'm afraid my body's breaking down. I'm afraid some terrible unnamed dread is going to come in and and consume me, whatever. But with every fear, I'm going to take a breath. When I can't think of anything else I'm afraid of, I will then say, my spirit, truth, what do you, what do you say?
0: And then just pop it out. Feel how you feel and then say, I'll consider that. Mm, I mean, as you were saying that, I know I've got one big underlying fear. What is it? It's that I've got it wrong and I didn't even realize. And I know it affects so many bits of my life and all the other fears sit on top of it. So let me ask you this. And this is what you asked at first. You named it. How does that feel that you just named it? Yeah, like brilliant to say that out loud. And
1: now I'm going to ask
0: you truth.
1: Is it true that you've got it all wrong?
0: No. And even when I have, it doesn't really matter.
1: But isn't it interesting how quickly you said no? Mm. Mm. So ask, is that true? Yeah. First name it and then ask from your spirit, is that true? Yeah. That's how you solve it.
0: Yeah. God, that's good.
1: It's fast. We, yeah, <laughs> it's good. I've been doing this a long time. I have taught around the world. I have observed. My dedication is to give you tools that will work quickly. And give you results that you can trust. Because I don't want you to trust me. I'm not trying to create followers. I am liberating people to lead their life. The more you're in your light, then that's one more that isn't adding to the misery of the world. Yes. And I'm on a mission to oh, God, light I know everybody you are. up.
0: I am. Uh, I l- and it's a fun one. Oh, it's so fun. I mean, I love watching what you do and reading your books and meeting you today. I Honestly, I've just loved... Loved meeting you. It's. I just feel brilliant. I feel completely Yay. boosted by chatting to you today. Completely. You're in your spirit.
1: Don't yeah. you love your spirit? Yeah. It's Don't a good you feeling. Love truth. <laughs> Don't
0: you? There you go. Great. Right. And
1: here's the thing: you visibly change mm. when you're in your spirit. Your face changes. Your light comes in. You radiate because you're. It's your light. Yeah. You smile. Your butt. Your aura comes out. You visibly change. Yeah. Really fast. Yeah. Because you go from being in the dark. To being in the light, mm. and you don't have to trust me; trust your own experience. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's beautiful! Oh my God, Sonia! I mean, I could talk to you for about a week, and I would still have questions and things I want to talk to you about. But I've truth just, knows, truth knows. <laughs> but honestly, I have loved, loved talking to you today, and I hope I get. to one. I'm going to come for dinner. On I've already yes, invited myself Yes, you are. Over, You're so. coming
1: for dinner. You're bringing the fam. We're yeah. going to have fun.
0: It's going to be great, Sonia. Thank you so much for today. It was a pleasure. It was really fun. Thank you for having me. Sonia was obviously talking about seeing me there, radiating light, but honestly, you can't not just beam with happiness when you're around her. She is such a warm and sparkly presence. I just loved having her to the house. Thank you so much, Sonia. I had the most brilliant time, and I'm highly aware of Paul the dog. Sonia has written, wait for it, 27 books. God, my little book collection seems very inadequate all of a sudden Trust Your Vibe is the one we were particularly mentioning in this chat because she's published a brilliant new revised version of it which is out now but I would obviously recommend diving into her back catalogue and seeing which ones particularly speak to you do come and follow us on Instagram we're at Happy Place Official and I tell you what I'd absolutely love to know what your dog is called, the yappy one in your head. What breed of dog? What's the name? What does it look like? Paul obviously needs some mates, so do let me know over on Instagram. Massive thanks again to Sonia, to the producer Ashka Tate at Rethink Audio, and to you for listening, you brilliant people. Big love. I'll chat soon. <coughs>